0: Thank you, boo. Mm, I hope I can do this. I hope I can get through this, right? I mean, you know, school's about ready to start. Kids are going back, right? I remember back in school. I did a lot of hoping back in school. I hoped for everything from fire, snow days, taking a test. I'd be hoping for stuff, right? Like, because I know I did not prepare. I'd be hoping, and let's be honest, it was more like just a crazy wish. It never really had a chance to come together, and it never did. Right? And, and so here I am now today, and I hope I can do this. I say, I hope you get something out of this, because it ain't me. I understand it's not me. I hope I get this right. But what if I was to then come on and say, but you know, I, I, didn't, really, I didn't really pray at all this week. I really didn't open the word. I didn't ask for, like, what should I do? You probably wouldn't really have a whole lot of expectations on my hope becoming reality, right? Because you're thinking to yourself you didn't do anything. So really, your hope was, once again, just a wish. <sighs> so just saying you hope probably isn't enough. It's just a word, right? It's four letters, a couple of volumes Vol, you know, vowels, couple of consonants, right? But if you add a little more to it, and we're gonna go through this a little bit, I'm gonna show you how hope I'm hopefully gonna show you how having hope can actually be very powerful. If, if there's always that if. If you do it right You know, we say hope all the time we do we hope we hope for so much right i mean let's look at mega millions please who hasn't hoped who hasn't hoped and you make promises and you say you know god i tell you what if if i win this billion dollars with my two dollar ticket man i will i will i will i'll buy the church air conditioning Especially on today, but you know the thing is right. The funny thing about hope, especially we hope for that stuff, but you'd realize that the the odds of actually winning Mega Millions are one in about three hundred and two point six million. So the odds really are not in your favor, right? You actually have a much better odd. Just on a side note, piece of trivia, it's only one in one hundred fifteen thousand that somebody's going to have a pogo stick accident and end up in the emergency room. So if you really want good, better odds, grab a pogo stick and not a Mega Millions ticket. So we, we, we say we hope for so much, right? We, we hope for family, we hope for relationships, relationship, we hope for a job, we hope for an education, we hope for our children, right? And we hope day to day, man, I hope my car starts this morning, I got to go to work. I hope my air conditioning is working today. We also hope for more serious things. I hope that my kids are safe. I hope that my grandchildren are safe. And me, I'm a worrywart. I worry about everything. I worry about what job my five-month-old grandson, Archie, is going to have. That's crazy. He he barely ain't got no teeth. And I'm worried about what his career's going to be, but that's just me. That is just me. I worry about my own children every day. Every day. So some things that we, we hope for, we don't really have a real high expectation of winning. Other things are more serious. I hope that my doctor's test results come back good. I hope that whatever I have that's ailing me could be corrected could be fixed. Amen. And so hope kind of goes the, the whole gamut of frivolous, winning the Mega Williams, to I hope this test result comes back. Yeah. Hope is so powerful. I don't think people really fully understand what hope, what, 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 what hope can do. When everything is lost, You think you have nothing else to go for. Hope is all we can usually cling to. And that hope is just that something is better. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But someday. Day after tomorrow. My hope is that whatever I'm struggling with, whatever I'm wrestling with, whatever's taking me out. I hope. That it'll be corrected, right? And that's what keeps people going. Because Desmond Tutu, right? Not sure. Desmond Tutu was a South African priest, won 1984 Peace Prize, Nobel Peace Prize. He had a quote: Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all the darkness. Okay? Hope is being able to see that there's light, despite the darkness. We're surrounded by darkness. Amen. But our hope is that we can actually see some light. Sometimes the light is up close, and we thank God. Sometimes the light is dim and it's off in a distance, and we have to go to that light. what do we hope for? Like what is the perspective of our hope? Where are we coming from? Do we hope that I just want something nice to happen? I just want the world to be nice. I just want because maybe I deserve it. I've been trying for so long and I think it's my hope is now that I deserve this and I'm going to get it. Well, if your hope is in the world, there are good people in the world, yes, but the world has fallen. So you can't put all of your hope in that the world is going to treat you right. You know, it's, it doesn't work that way. And the funny thing is, it hasn't worked that way for a very long time. Since two people in a garden, the world stopped being on your side. So we can't be surprised by it. So maybe we should hope in a different way. Maybe whenever I get pulled over for speeding, I shouldn't be hoping that the officer will let me go. Well, you kind of brought yourself into this situation. So you can wish that the officer is nice, but, but you can't really be upset also, right? So maybe we should just change our perspective. Maybe we should change how we hope. Maybe we should change from wishing to hoping, because hope, in hope, I've got a chance. I've got something greater, right? Webster says, the definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. I'm good with that. What does the Bible say about hope? All right, we, need to, we need to understand a few things about hope because we need to understand where does it come from, how do we receive it, and what exactly should we be hoping for? Right? So let's look to Paul. Maria, could you please, Romans 15, 12 and 13, Now, this was Paul talking to the Romans, writing to the Romans, actually referencing Isaiah. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations, In him the Gentiles will hope. 13? Okay. Okay, here we go. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So where does it come from? Well, the only place you're going to find it is in the power of the Holy Spirit, right? So who is, first of all, who is the root of Jesse? All right, that's Jesus. Right? We got to do the family tree and we can go from Jesse through David all the way down to Jesus. Who are the Gentiles? Uh, That's us. Where are we to find our hope? In him. In Jesus, right? But to be filled, we must trust in him. We can't trust in the odds. We can't trust in the odds. We can't trust in chance. The only thing we can trust in is him. In him. now That doesn't mean that everybody should go buy a lotto ticket this week because we're all going to win. It doesn't work that way either. But we, our trust is not for the worldly things that we're always hope. scratch that, that we sometimes find ourselves hoping for. It, our hope is to be filled with joy and peace as we trust in him that no matter what is happening, he is still there. He is still in charge. Things are still going on. Things are still happening to us. But our hope can't be in the things that we see every day. We have to be hopeful for the Word and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Right? So, how long, though? How long are we supposed to hope? This is pretty simple. As you trust in him, so we may overflow. This isn't a a, a one-time thing, right? Overflow with the Holy Spirit. Overflow with his power. Not a momentary, I hope I do good. I hope I get this job or maybe instead of I hope I get this job, I hope that Lord's will be done, and that if this is the job I'm supposed to have, then I'll get it. If not, I'm thankful that I didn't get it because it wouldn't have worked out for me, so now I'm thankful for the thing that's coming forward. I'm just saying. It, 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 and you have to understand, too, right, that the hope that is found in, in the world is, is temporary. Even if you get lucky and you spend that you buy that lottery ticket and you win that $10 and you're like, oh, oh man. Mm, well, okay, you're, going to be just, you're just going to trade it in anyways and lose on all the ones you buy. But the hope that is in Jesus, it compels us, right? It, it will fill us. It will compel us to keep going. Even in those darkness, we'll keep going for the light because it's not, it's not limited by what we know. It's not limited by the sun rising or shining. It's not limited by the Situation is not limited by anything because it's based in an unlimited power. And it's also based on an unlimited power that will last for eternity, not something that is over tomorrow. Be in the world, not of it. I'm here, but my hope is someplace else. Maria, please, 1 Thessalonians. Once again, Paul. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, your endurance is inspired. You keep going, because you have a hope for something greater. You have a hope for something further down the line. You have a hope, once again, that is based in something that is not of the world. Or it conquered the world, beat the world. And the hope that is based... In Him, and, and how do we know what that is? It's because he gave us the word. Amen. Okay? So we need to actually read the word, study the word, spend time in the word so that I can understand where my hope is actually riding. Amen. And it will actually, it will compel us because without it, without hope, how are we going to keep going? If I know that tomorrow's only gonna be worse than today, and I have no chance to ever get better, why would I keep going? I would would struggle to keep going. I think most people would. And I think a lot of the world does. I think a lot of the world does. They don't, hope is what drives us. Hope for a better day, hope for a perfect eternity. So why? Second Corinthians, please, Maria. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, the world, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Where is our hope based again? Hope is based on what is unseen. It's it, it, you. You can't. You cannot see. You can see evidence of. But you can't actually see the, uh, the, the, the hope, right? Because it's, it's eternal. It's, it's not temporary. Things that I can see, it's temporary. I see this in my hand. I see, and it could be gone. It can be gone. Tomorrow it could be gone. The one thing that won't be gone tomorrow is Jesus. Right? What I can touch today, gone tomorrow. How can I how can I legitimately place my hope in something that's temporary and fleeting? I can't. I can't and expect it to work out. That's why we have to go to Jesus. Psalm, please. 130. Because let, let's look about where we receive it. Let's just confirm, right? So we'll go to Psalm, we'll listen to David. Now, this was a man who had a lot of knowledge about hope, right? He fought Goliath on hope. He went to, with Saul on hope. Then he ran from Saul based on hope. Entire armies are chasing him. He became king on hope in the word of the Lord. So, Psalm, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. Once again, there we go, in his word. What he said is not going to change. It's not. That's good and that's bad. Because what he said, yep, done. And David is trying to tell us, in your word I put my hope. what you've said, what you've told me, what you have told your people, of which, remember, Gentiles too. Right? He didn't say, put it in the government. He didn't say, put your hope in your doctors. He didn't say, your job, your family. He didn't say, your money. He didn't say, your strength. He didn't say the word of the world. He said, My whole being waits. In his word, I put my hope. I think we should do that too. I think we should. Because let's think about it. David was the king. And he had an army. He had people. He had treasuries. And he still said, This isn't where my hope is, though. I can't put my hope in the army and the strength of my army. I can't put the hope in my own intelligence. David was a smart man. He says, I have all of this treasure, but I can't put my hope in my treasure. That's because he saw armies be defeated. So he knew that the army is not infallible. He saw treasuries depleted. So he knew that his money wasn't going to be lasting. He saw insurrections where kings were actually disposed of so he knew that his position really wasn't that secure. So he said, all of this stuff that I have doesn't mean anything. I have to put my hope in something bigger than me. I have to. Everything else is fleeting. It's temporary. It kind of means we also got to know his word. Isaiah 40, please, Maria. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. hope with wish. A lot of people do that. And I think that's a a huge issue. Because hope is so much more. A wish will never compel somebody to go forward. But hope will. You're tired, you're beat down. Confused, scared, lost. And there's a place, though, to find those things that we're missing. And that is in the Lord, right? You're tired. You can actually have your strength renewed because that's what what he does when we do it right, when we go to him. There's a place to find that hope, right? Hope that's an anchor. When we when we actually when we put our anchor into the hope in His Word and in who He is, that anchor is not gonna not gonna break free when the storms come and the waves waves come and the and the winds kick up and life is just really just, just insane. with our anchor being in the hope that is in his word and what he has said he will do for us, we're not going to break free. We're still going to be battered. We're still going to go through the storm. That part was never said you would never do this. Right? Renew my strength, that means I got to get tired. But he's where I'm going to find that strength renewed. And whenever the life is battling, battering me, and I'm about ready to just lose it, When my anchor is in the hope that is in Jesus, that keeps me me tied. I'm not going to let myself go, and nor am I going to let the world actually take me out. They they can't, because I have my hope, and my anchor is based on something above the world. So take comfort in it. Draw comfort, draw your strength. You want to soar like an eagle? Run and not grow weary? Put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in the Lord. Maria, 29, 11, Jeremiah 29, 11, please. Oh, I love this one. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Mm. He knows. <laughs> From beginning of time, he knew. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and the future. This is Jeremiah writing this down for you and I today. That's nice. That's nice. He has a plan for us. The plan is not to be doing us wrong. The plan is not to watch us struggle, watch us fall, watch us trip, watch us get buried. No. Prosper us. Not to harm us. Give you hope and a future so that what you have today, if it's not good, there's hope for something better in your future. And if today is good, just think how good tomorrow could be. It's not always ever bad, but you have to understand, once again, it all rests. Not in the world, but above the world. And it's been in place since before the world. Right? Ooh! Please. Is hot. Psalm thirty-three, eighteen. Please. Thank you. Oh, but the eyes of the Lord. And I love David. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him, on those whose hope is in His unfailing love. Think about that. He watches over those who fear him. Yeah. Not like, oh, I'm just going to tremble, but tremble in his power, his, his authority. Yeah. Not tremble that he's going to squash me. No, that's not the way it's... It is a, it is a, a respect. Yeah. You see people go meet the queen over in England and they got to they bow, they got to drop to the knee, they got to do all those types of things. That's just the This is eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, respect him, Love him. Amen. On those whose hope is in his temporary love. <laughs> soon to end love. Was over yesterday love? No. Unfailing. It, it doesn't end. He built the he, he created the earth out of love. And it hasn't changed, and nor will it. Remember also, he never gets tired, never sleeps, never looks away, never gets distracted. Each one of us has his undivided attention. It doesn't say. See, you jumped the gun now, Maria. It doesn't say on the first 10 people, it's just who does this is who he looks for. Amen. The world isn't like that. <laughs> the world's not. So how much faith do we put in the world versus, and once again, I'm not saying he doesn't use aspects and people but they can't be the sole source of your hope because they will fail you. It don't even have to do it on purpose. They don't have to do it to disappoint you, but they just aren't that. They're not, they do sleep. You call me at three in the morning, I would love to help you. I don't know if I'm gonna be awake. I don't know if I'm gonna hear the phone. He's there at three in the morning. He's there. Right? So you can put your hope in me and I'll try to help. But I got limits. We all do. Okay, Maria. Can you go to Ephesians 118? please? before this one? Did I not give you Ephesians 118? to the church in Ephesus. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Don't confuse, remember, don't confuse hope with wish. And, and, And hope is so much more Hope is not simply an outward expression, not just words. Paul here is talking about the eyes of our heart, not a physical eyes, not what we see, which is what you have in the world around you, but in the eyes of your heart, which is a deeper, it's a deeper place, a place of understanding, a place of a connection that is above what you can touch, feel, see with your eyes, your eyes of your heart wants it opened so that you may know the hope to which he has called you and you and you and you every one of us We have to look at it at a different level at a different perspective and in a different place it has to it's there it's there You will find it, but you can't look at it with your eyes and your physical senses because you'll miss it. You'll miss it. Place of renewal, place of strength. I hope that he has called you for. It is a hope, actually, that rests in salvation. Hope that was paid for on a cross. A hope that is based in the one who died for you. A hope that is actually based on the one who would die for you so that you could actually continue to hope in him. Amen. Hope that's only to be received. I mean, it's bought, paid for. All you got to do is pick it up. Can you please do lamentations, Maria? Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassion never ceases. 23. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The source of your hope is new every morning. You wake up, your hope is sitting right there. Pick it up. You go to bed. Go to bed with it. I pray, I pray that we receive it. I prepare, I pray that we receive it every day because it's new world it's new it's renewed every day just like our strength is renewed but remember that we can't uh we can't say we hope for something without putting in some work david said it's in your word so i've got i have to put in some time in the word otherwise I don't really know what I'm hoping for. Or I don't understand where it's gonna come from. And I don't understand where I'm supposed to be used for somebody else's hope. Right? And then we also have to reflect that hope to the world. If I know that I got the winning lotto numbers I will be tempted to keep them to myself. But with my hope in the Lord, I can't. I got to share. I have to tell others, you know this over here? I'm just saying that this is a good thing. This gets me through whatever it is I'm going through. This is what I needed. You might want to look into it too. And I will help you. Sometimes we do confuse hope with a wish, but there's a definite difference. Maybe if we stop wishing so hard and start hoping more and putting our hope where it needs to be, we might find that our wishes start to come true. Uh, Because another word for a wish is a blessing. You ain't going to get no blessings if you ain't got no hope. And if you ain't got no hope because you don't know who's actually the one going to answer. Then don't be upset if nothing works out. Don't be upset. Remember, right? Remember the quote. Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. In John 8, 12, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Light and darkness. Jesus is the light that's going to say, if you follow me, you're never going to walk in the darkness. Because I become the light. I never go out. I never grow dim. And you want to know, you want to know how our hope works for us? Romans 8, 34. Did I give you that one, Maria? You want to know how it works for us? I'm going to let you in. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. You want to know how your hope works? Remember who you put it in? put it in Jesus. And how does it work? Because he's at the right hand of God interceding for us, telling, reminding God, not that he needs to be reminded, but interceding for us. We've screwed up. Amen. We drop the ball. Every day. I do. I almost speak for you. I do. Our hope works because of Jesus sitting at the right hand of God, interceding for us. Nobody else is there. Nobody. And I pray, my prayer, is that we put our hope where it needs to be, and not let another hopeless day go by. Not letting our hopeless moment pass us. Where are we going to put our hope? In the one above. I said.